0: Hey everybody and welcome back to a very special as far as time is concerned episode of the Chipman Brothers Tangent podcast. You're going to be listening this uh, to this on March 18th, 2020, which celebrates the 3-year anniversary of the very first one of these Bob and I ever did. Back oh. when we didn't know yeah, back when we didn't know what to call it, back before oh. it was the Tangent. Um and uh to You know, I wanted it to just be released on that day to thank everybody because this is now three years of not only us doing this show, but me doing all of my stuff and becoming a bit of a tiny personality in this crazy hellfire we call the internet, um, yeah, before uh, getting in there, I'd like to thank the people that have helped me get here and help us get here. They are my $15 or more a month patrons. They are Mason, Christopher Finnick, Patricia Chipman, Hugh K. Campbell Jr., Alex Peregrine, Kevin CV, Mike the Gatherer, Tyler Freshcorn, Mark Price, and Collaborating Online. And I'd like to thank my newest patrons, Gene, um, Nicholas Hebe, Cinder Elf, and Collaborating Online. And Even though I'm sure I'm going to miss some people because this is a very special episode and it's the Chipman Brothers tangent, which everybody loves so much. I'd like to thank the following people. For having me on their shows. They are the Pumpkin Copter cast by Tyler Gorman. Cinema Cinema Spection by Tim and Corinne Luz. Engaged Family Gaming podcast by Stephen Dutzman. The Adventure Incorporated podcast that my friend Mike Ellison and his wife, or soon to be wife, and a whole bunch of their friends are part of. That is a live play Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Recorded tomorrow which is an amazing podcast about time travel and the film rescue podcast, which I was recently on talking about serenity 2019 and somehow some way I think Bob and I are going to be on that at some point to discuss Batman versus Superman with them. And Because all of these shows are kind of going this way, this week's episode is brought to you by the Geeks with Shields podcast. I'm not going to go into the big, long diatribe about them because I just talked about a lot of people. But you've heard me on the Geeks with Shields podcast. They're your place for all things good and nerdy in the darkest timeline and check them out. So, Bob, how the hell are you doing? Well, I can talk again. That's nice. Yeah, um, ladies and gentlemen, Bob does not have COVID-19, despite okay. what the majority of the internet believes. I don't think it's the majority of the internet, I think it's just, I had a call, it's loud ones. Was gone. You know, it's, I, I, you gotta stop, you, let me handle the the people who were pissy about things, you got, don't, don't bother with that stuff. I understood. Most of those aren't even people. That's true. But yeah, you're doing better, and um I, uh. I pinch-hitted hit, hit it for you for a couple of weeks for your Escapist stuff, and people seem to like that. You did, you did, and you did a very good job, very good with the reading of the scripts and giving me the, the audio. Did a great job. I want to thank you very much for that. It, uh, it really helped me out and uh, made everything uh, go much more smoothly. Yes, and unfortunately, as Bob's voice was getting worse and worse at the beginning, we still had to do a panel at PAX East, which is the last big convention that wasn't canceled because of the coronavirus. Yeah, well, I think uh, like WonderCon got canceled, I believe, but like a couple conventions are still going on, but like this was definitely, uh, that was probably the last thing here in Boston because Boston's in a state of emergency now. I think the president has decided that the United States is in a state of emergency from the thing that he doesn't think is a real thing uh, as of today, right? Yes, as of today, he finally um, said the words. As of today, we're in a state of emergency. Okay, yes. so we've got that. And uh, so a couple of things have been called off. I know uh, the Boston Independent Film Festival or International. Yeah, Boston Independent Film Festival has, has been that uh, called. That sucks. Um, or at least that uh, postponed. Um, Tribeca is off. Uh, VidCon is almost certainly off. I haven't heard full confirmation yet. VidCon South is South by the, Southwest. South by Southwest is off. Uh, we don't know if Cannes is off yet. Uh, I don't think, but uh, possibly. Uh, they uh, they they canceled the schools in the city of uh, Lynn, Massachusetts, where uh, your kids go to school. So have fun with that. Oh yeah, we're canceled through to the beginning of April right now. My my daddy boot camp course that I teach is canceled. Yeah. Um, but I, I went and recorded myself doing it and gave it to the hospital so they can show that to the dads if they want. Oh good. That's good Because 'cause I'm a good doobie. Well you 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 good good guy. Good guy. Uh shit, what, else, what else? yeah, um we haven't heard about San Diego Comic-Con yet. I feel like that is you know, like it's in the middle of July. They're expecting if this behaves like the flu that uh the hot weather will make a difference uh hopefully that's the case uh i can in, like i don't want to like knock on wood uh you know stcc won't be canceled yeah uh, you know like march madness is gone right like they they said we're, we're gonna play without people and that uh, now i they think say, all uh, sports all yeah. sports are canceling yeah spring training is off uh we don't know like i don't think we, there's been word i uh are they are they taping SmackDown tonight? Is WWE uh, gonna gonna hold uh, SmackDown tonight? I have do we, no idea, Because we, well, I mean, I only ask because you know we have uh, like WrestleMania is in Florida. We don't know yep. if that. We don't know if that's gonna happen. Uh, I mean, realistically, how safe or unsafe can it be? It, it's going to be a wrestling event in Florida, right? You know, right, it's, Yeah. Uh, I mean. You're, it's like I, I love Florida but Florida, I mean, it's Florida you're, if if the the disease doesn't get you the alligators and the uh komodo dragons and the dudes who look like uh post malone are gonna get you but the <laughs> you know you know like but like uh, yeah so they don't know about that but also um summerslam is in Boston this year yeah, and, Uh-oh. yeah so we don't know if that's if that's even uh, coming but well, I mean, it was supposed to come, but we don't know if it's going to be there. Uh, so yeah, this is uh, yeah. Have you been out to a store or anything lately? Yeah, I um, I saw the lines at Market Basket this morning, and they looked like a Walmart at on Black Friday. Oh Jesus! I, I was out because like, look, I've I've got like provisions here. I've got like some, I'm you know, I I already like live alone, and I've and I've already like you know been through like a sick thing recently. So I'm not like, I'm, I'm not being like, you know, uncautious, but I'm not, you know, down in a bunker just yet. You know? No, I mean, how much toilet paper do you need for two weeks? And why is it toilet paper? Like, this is like, look, I understand. I understand is that everyone needs to wipe their ass. Like, I get it. But it's like people buy all kinds of, of to- like, I get water. I get it. Like, non-perishable foods, like dry beans, dry rice. I get it. I get it. But, like, toilet paper, it seems like, one, if it gets really bad, that's going to be the least of your problems. Yep. Two, you might as well save money and get, like, really, really cheap, like, paper towels that are multi-use. Because, again, the, the whole, the reason that you have toilet paper instead of, other paper is the toilet paper dissolves really quick so that it'll flush really well but like if this turns into like walking dead there's not going to be flush toilets you know yep, yep. So, you might, so you might as well just have other paper this is just me spitballing you know no but, i'd be i'd be more concerned with them shutting off my water than yeah, right, me having right. toilet paper right <laughs> so you get your water you know you get that but like i'm, I'm going in and i'm seeing people like you know all lined up and everyone's like grim faced and stuff is just pulled off the shelves. And I'm looking at, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing in act one of a zombie movie here? You know, for like, listen, I get it. Like, you know, people have died of this. It's been bad, you know? And, you know, it's, uh, I think that if we had like stable leadership, maybe this wouldn't be so bad because like, this is, this is how much even people who voted for him don't trust donald trump to do anything is that um like we're we're americans americans are like you know the dot gif of the guy with the flag and the hurricane yep you know we you know you literally have to sit us down and show us a chart that says if you don't do x you will die to get us to actually panic about something and yes. keep actually pan- because normally you know, we do so. You know, like we have, like uh, remember, like like two, like like we were really, really scared that more terrorists were coming for about two days after nine eleven, right? Yeah. And then after Bush said, "Hey guys, we're, we're going." And, and Bush, who everyone knew was a fucking idiot then, but not quite so much as when, basically said, "Hey guys, we still got a bunch of armies and bombs. We're going to go to Afghanistan and get these motherfuckers." Turned out it was the next president that did that, but okay, fine. But he said, you know, we're going to do it. Everyone get back about your business. And and people went out and I was like working retail then and people bought shit just to buy shit. And because yeah. like, you know, Americans are generally resilient, but all, you know, it took was to get someone who demonstrably has no effing idea what he's doing and has surrounded himself with other people who have no fucking idea what they're doing. And people are getting out there. It's like, you know, I voted for this motherfucker, but you know, fuck this. I'm getting my rice and beans and my water, and because they're no, uh, uh-uh, I'm staying in. You know, and now I don't feel safe. Like yeah. it was fine when he was making people I didn't like not feel safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> but now I don't feel safe. Yeah, so it's it's ridiculous, you know, and you know, and all this things like people aren't going to Chinese restaurants. Yeah, that's the next thing I was gonna say. Is here's the deal. I mean. The biggest joke between people in the United States when it comes to the majority of Americanized Chinese food is that it's not Chinese food anyway. It's like going yeah. to the Olive Garden and thinking you're getting classic Italian cuisine. So, why is it all of a sudden that we think we're going to get sick from Americanized Chinese food? Well, no, it's they're because- not. It's because it's so racist. It's it's because they have jumped on this thing to call it the Wuhan flu or the Chinese flu or something. Oh no, I get it. They don't want it to be the Trump flu, but here's the deal. Italy. Yeah. Which, which is handling the shit, but still got it real bad. No one's like complaining about pizza and pasta. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, it's, you know, well, that that's because when you go into an Italian restaurant, generally you you you, I'm you, you know, don't like, see the you don't see the you're, foreigners you're, you're scared of. Yeah, well, you don't see uh, Italians for the most part. <sighs> Christ Almighty! No, because it's there. Because in the United States, still, if you go to especially in Americanized Chinese, unless we're talking about a PF Chang's or something, but for you know, for those of you out in like you know, like, no, they're yeah. not. They're not going to PF Chang's either. Well, I know, but what I mean is, is that the stereotypical Chinese restaurant is still the kind that you have here on the Northeast in Boston, throughout uh, you know, on uh, on the West in in cities you know, where it's like a generational thing where it's a family that runs it and it's, uh, you know, like there's a grandfather's, you know what I mean? Whereas, no, of course. A, whereas if you go into a pizza restaurant, it is entirely possible to go into a pizza restaurant or an Italian place and meet no Italian employees. True statement. But, like, for example, do you know there's a Boston pizza in uh, in, in, in Canada? Do you know there's a chain called yes, Boston? have we've, we've been. Me and my you, wife. Yeah, right. Now, when I went in, I said, what the fuck makes this Boston pizza? I went and had it, and I looked at him and said, oh, okay, it's Greek. Yep. It, it's ding, ding, ding. Yeah, because Canada doesn't have, like, as many Grecian immigrants as the northeastern United States does, so pizza with, uh, you know, like, the basically, like, a, a delicatessen that also sells pizza like we have here that are typically run by Greeks or now Russians who bought it from Greeks that moved to Florida are... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's, that's Boston pizza. Well, Canada was the first time I, I went to a, a restaurant and got spaghetti. Yeah. Um. Which, which again, you know, they, they don't differentiate whether it's Greek or Italian, it's just spaghetti. Mm. Um. And I had what essentially, and it was, it was very good, but what essentially was our mother's spaghetti and meatballs because yeah. our mother was raised by a French Canadian woman and yeah. French, Canadian spaghetti and meatballs is basically the same sauce base as American chop suey. It's peppers and onions and meat, <laughs> yeah. and, and your sauce. And people that are Italian, that shit does not go in your sauce. Yeah. And so it was interesting. It was like, ah, I pinpointed it. Do you know what Canada also has? Because it started there was East Side Mario's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was a chain of of very. Over the top. Basically, what if everybody's vision of Italians from the Super Mario Brothers made an Italian restaurant? Yeah, it was, was like basically a, it was inside like Mario's restaurants. Yeah. 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 It was oh, something. Yeah. So we got uh, yeah, so so that's so that's that's how it's going with, uh, with the with the the COVID whatever we're fucking calling this. So so that's going on. I hope I don't get sick again. You know, I Yeah, me either. I hope no one that I care again. I hope no one listening to this gets sick. Uh you know uh, i think th- doesn't the asshole isn't the asshole who's in charge of brazil had it and now uh, a bunch of people in the administration have it yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, but luckily um our american treasurer tom hanks was in a country that actually took this seriously yeah. and he got tested and is being helped yeah <laughs> I, I think that was i think if you're like like the I mean, granted, one of the reasons this now sucks here is because like the, you know, President Trump had that, uh, the numbers and he said, look, no, we're, we're going to, we're not going to report as many of the numbers and we're not going to test people because I don't want the numbers to go up because if it has a big number, that might make me not get reelected. And, uh, so now we're uh, being, yeah, so that happened. Christ. Yeah. So that, I mean, but like, I think one of the, thi- I, I think that had the Tom Hanks thing, and closing Disneyland not happened, and not happened like two days apart from each other. Not even that was that was like twenty four hours apart from each other, maybe less. Yeah. I think those two right next to each other, especially the Tom Hanks one was the part when people went like you could feel people going like, okay, all right, you know, we'll have some jokes with this, loves we'll jokes, and then people went, but what the fuck, you know, because it's like we like people joke about, oh yeah, Tom Hanks, America's dad, and like we joke about that but like the reaction literally was it was like everyone's parents got sick in australia at the same time yep oh yeah the whole country turned around on it like oh shit oh shit this is real this is this is fucking real this is this is this is a really and then they shut down disney world which like it's the most sensible thing because yeah, it's a theme park. It's full the families. kids. of course. It's it's like the first thing you shut down in this, but somehow, the concept of that and maybe of a I'm, fanciful kingdom. Yeah, yeah. May, maybe this seems like uh, I don't know. Like like maybe I'm nuts. The co- like I can hear like you know it's like oh hey like we lo- and I don't want to shit on cities or not not, but I feel like if I heard in complete succession like. uh Milwaukee's a war zone. Detroit's been shut down. We don't know, you know, we've lost we've lost contact with Cleveland. You know, that sort of thing. I'd be like, well that sucks. Well that sucks. Well that sucks. And then they said, like, you know, it's like like, like this would be the point in the movie where like the, the, the phone hangs up slow and everyone turns around and the music drops out and like the command center would be the point where someone says, They've shut down Disneyland. Like no, for, some, for some reason that sounds like like a, a point of no return thing, you know, that it's, it's maybe, always... you hit, maybe you hit the nail on the head. Maybe we're living out a terrible sequel in the it's fallen franchise. Oh God. It's it. it, re- it well, it really, it just kind of feels like, you know, when they say maybe it's because like the whole point of that is like, Hey, it's Disneyland. It's the magic kingdom. You know, you, you step through these gates and this is, you know, the imaginary all like Mickey mouse is real here. And this is there. And it's like, Wait 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 a minute wait a minute, are you telling me this can like pass through like reality? You know it's it's like 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 not even that safe like shit. Yeah, I mean, that's, how good of a, a job here. does Disney do on making yeah. you feel like they're not touchable by that stuff? Yeah, it's it, yeah, it's it's literally like Tom Hanks got sick and they shut down Disney World. I ex- like the the only the only way that the third thing is there is if like fucking Superman fell out of the sky. Like that's yeah, the next. yeah you not only not only did Superman just fall out of the sky dead, but we just came to the realization and he died that he existed at the same moment. That's the next thing that <laughs> uh, happens. That's that's like the, the you ever see the, the kids in the hall sketch the thing about uh, the Nietzsche God is dead sketch where, yep. you know, Nietzsche said you know in fourteen in Nietzsche declares God is dead. You know I disagree. You know someone says you know God is dead and here is the body. You know, cut to like the priest It's like a news report, cut to the priest You know, in the church, you're talking to the Britishers Folks, I've got some good news And some bad news (laughs) Hey, the kids in the hall are coming back, Bob Yeah, holy shit That's a funny segue Yeah, I think uh, I, I am fascinated to see how that looks because like i i've seen like the the tapes like the live shows that they were at and like the last time they did this 20 years ago they were old as shit yeah and not for nothing yeah because i love the kids in the hall and i love all those guys yeah that is going to take some serious thinking in the writing room on like Things have progressed a long way since those guys were on TV, and they—they <laughs> they were, you know, not necessarily the most politically correct group of fellas in the world, what and pro- progressive in a lot of ways. Yeah. But I would—I re- would really hope some of the jokes from their movie might get excised out of <laughs> so the. the thing is, they—they they haven't stopped. None of them have stopped doing comedy. Or, Good, or, they're all they- so funny. They are. Uh, you know, Scott Thompson stayed on stuff. Mark McKinney was on SNL for a while. And they did yeah. this. This is comeback number two because they had that uh, the series that uh, it was a one-season series that was on in uh, Canada and the UK, and then they reran it in the States. It was like Death Comes to Town or some such. Oh, yeah. It's like 15. And it was like 10, 15 years ago. And it, they weren't doing, it was all new characters. And it was like, uh, like a set storyline. But uh, it wasn't. So they've... You know, they, they've been back on site. So it's not as though they're going to be, you know, like walking in out of, you know, not So he's like, hey, you know, that's not it, it's not like going to be the, the Krusty the Clown episode on The Simpsons when he like did the Asian jokes on stage and everyone freaked out. I always worry about stuff like that. Be- and, and I was proven wrong by, like, say, Eddie Murphy, who yeah, showed okay. up on SNL and was just like, oh, wow, oh. You like stayed in touch with this shit. Good job, yeah. buddy. <laughs> well, and, to, and to the, like it was that was really cool too. I liked seeing uh, Eddie. I, I like seeing Eddie, Eddie, Eddie's whole comeback has been great. And one of the like the low key nice things about it was that he has not like said anything about like you know the current stand up scene who we like. Other than hey, this is my buddy. I like this guy. I hate it. like he, he will talk people up, but you know he's never had anything to say about you know, like the changing stuff of, uh, you know, what is and is not acceptable and... Right, exactly. He's always, always been pointed at as, like, especially the stuff on... Uh, especially from Raw and especially from uh, the... Uh, well, the, the two big specials, I'm, I'm blank. Delirious, right? Delirious, yeah. yeah. Raw and Delirious are both really great sketches that both had the big section right in the middle where he had all of his gay jokes that are... you, you couldn't do any of that now, and... For good. It, it, like, okay. it, it's 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 amazing because it unlike some things where you're like you know what that's gross don't repeat that now they're definitely that but i like that he kind of left them there yeah yeah well it's like he's he, kind of just like no that just stays like just stay there <laughs> you know what i mean it, the thing is there's no way to refine it because exactly it because the only joke there is gay stuff makes me uncomfortable and therefore this is funny and you're the everyone in the audience is on the same wavelength, and that's the or that's the hard part. They're laughing because that's like the cultural reinforcement thing. And you know what is for years that was always held up as one of the you know yes the, these these are two perfect comedy specials. And except yeah, and uh, you know what's going to happen? Is he going to come back? What's he going to say about this? Like when he when he finally comes back are we going to get like the Dave Chappelle thing where half of the show yeah. is, is complaining that it's hard to write new jokes or something because everyone did whatever. And instead, when this comes out, you know, people point blank, like, asked him, you know, what was this? And he said, you know, what this was is what I was, I was basically 20 years old, you know, doing, doing the same kind of jokes that other people were. And, uh, you know, if I had, uh, the life experience and, education that me and everyone else has had now you know it's like no i wouldn't do those jokes anymore no i won't do them now i think the timing is funny you know i think that you know the, the way that but no you know i i wouldn't do that now i don't tell those jokes now and other people shouldn't be doing that shit now either and and that right. was that and and when straight he did, to the point yeah, and when he goes out on stand-up now he doesn't do that material and i don't think that a lot of the same stuff would i you know i don't think that a lot of it would and uh you know not for nothing the you know uh, Dolomite's uh, my name is great. It's every bit as good and funny in much the same way it was as his uh, his you know R rated and then PG PG13 rated uh, you know grown-up comedies of the 80s and it just doesn't have quite as many of the, uh, the the rape and gay jokes or if they are in there, it's a different context because hey we made this in 2019. Yes that that movie. That movie's a goddamn masterwork as it's far great. as comedies are concerned. I loved it. It's great, and I'm hoping, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that coming to America too is fun. And and that other Beverly Hills Cop movie he's apparently mm. doing. Yeah, I hope that works. I really, I, really, I want, I wanted to. You know, yes. I didn't hate Beverly Hills Cop three, but it was kind of like odd that like the Beverly Hills cop movies have kind of like hey, the first one's kind of a romp. The second one is training for bad boys too, basically. Like, yep. you know, decades ago, it, it's, it's ridiculously violent for no reason. It's uh, it's only half as funny. And it's like, what, is this the same thing as the first movie? What's going on here? And then the third one is a kid's movie where he's in not Disney World. Like yeah. it's the weirdest goddamn trilogy. So who knows what this new one's going to be. Uh, did, did they say Judge Reinhold's going to be in it? I believe they confirmed he will be in it. I I can't say that for sure, but I believe I read that. Did I hear that, um, that they were getting the original director of the first and third movie back, or is that wrong? I don't think so. I had heard some rumor that he convinced, um, what's his head? The Goonies guy, Goonies and lethal weapon and Beverly Hills cop. What's his name? Richard Donner. Yeah. Uh, I had heard a rumor of this. I'm not might, saying it, it what's may, the last thing he made? Sixteen blocks? Possibly he, he might have died. Did Richard Donner die? I know Tony Scott died, but that was That's, I don't think that was on. Yeah, hold on. Look yeah, look that up because I, I I feel I'm like I'm looking it up. I yeah, I feel like this is like now, granted, I, he may also just retire, but I feel like I haven't heard uh Richard wow. Donner. Now, Richard Donner's alive, but he's 89 years old. Yeah, okay, all right. So he's not... He, so he's, Holy shit. Yeah, so he's old as shit. No, I think Craig Brewer is doing Beverly Hills Cop, too. Uh, You're boy. right. He, he is. He is. You're right. Yeah. yeah, Craig Brewer's on that, which is good. So it's... Yeah, I'm I'm on there. Uh, like I, And as much as I like... like Look, I think Richard Donner was a, a great journeyman director, always was. He's made several classic movies. The... The script and the uh, and the acting is is what's going to make a Beverly Hills Cop sequel, and that's going to be the same thing with um, coming to America too. Yeah. if if coming to America two hits the beat that Dolomite did with its yeah. with its racial humor and its yeah. um, kind of like highly um, like overblown reality, but it's still th- it just needs to hit that same level of playfulness because coming to America is another one. That'll be a really hard thing to do if they just make the same movie again. Yeah, yeah, it's you know, uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be quite a thing. I uh, I feel like coming to like you know, right now we're two white guys about on the, on the coming to America. No, I, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, we are we, we yeah yeah the like the the coming to America sequel it fell into you know, that, we're, that we're, trap. We're we're not the guys who are gonna we're, we we are not the guys who are going to decide whether or not coming to America three. uh, 2 is good. You know, that's that's got no. that there's 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 a whole other audience that's going to uh get us to say it's like yeah, there that's uh, that this that whether or not this is a good movie. And that uh and right. that works. And I'm for it. So um yeah, to to bounce on from there speaking of movies, so um that's kind of up in the air now too, huh? Yeah. Productions are getting canceled, movie releases are getting postponed and moved yeah. around. Yeah, I uh I can't imagine is this, is this is this when Netflix finally takes over? Is this it? I I have heard through the grapevine, and I, I will do the uh you know, the 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 courtesy of not saying who I'm hearing this from, but it's uh or whether or not it's more than one source. But uh that the there are a lot of phone calls being made to a lot of streaming services about what to do with pretty much anything. That's not like a tentpole movie right now that was supposed to come out. Yeah. Like a couple of months of, you know, of, you know, like what do we have to do to get, not just put on your site because Netflix has for some reason, infinite money or at least, <laughs> or at least spends like they do like Netflix spends like the government. And, uh, So I think it's less, hey, Netflix, would you distribute our movie? And more, would you distribute our movie and actually tell people that you're doing it? Because sometimes, like, like, yes, there's so much stuff on Netflix. Sometimes something shows up on Netflix and, uh, like, every once in a while I'll see on, like, social media, you know, Netflix cancels, blah, blah, blah after three seasons, and it's something that I've never heard of. It's got, like, a bunch of big actors in it, and that apparently, like, you know, like, hundreds of people were really enjoying. And I've never heard of it, because Netflix doesn't promote anything on no. any other, on anything else other than Netflix. So unless you just constantly have Netflix on, you haven't heard it? Yep. Yeah, yeah so, so that's going on. But, uh, okay. Uh, so I'll see that I... I can only assume that what will eventually happen is that if you are a uh, like a film shooting studio space in a country that's already said, hey, we good, I have a feeling you're about to make a shitload of money about if, if this lasts longer than, like, five months. Oh, yeah. Because they're going to need to turn these... They can delay the movies, like, forever, but... They're going to need to turn the, the the shooting of these productions back on. Uh, but sp- like you'll notice, Disney bumped every goddamn movie except for Black Widow because yep. the Marvel, because the Marvel movies can only open a certain amount of time apart from each other because like the stories have to be in the right uh, way. Yeah. So like you know when when is this going to? Oh, we just had another uh, another uh, cancellation. Uh, TF Con, one of the big Transformers conventions uh, TF con Orlando is off. Yikes. That's, that's a big one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Eh. Well, Whoa. I, I, I am glad that the world is reacting correctly Quirky here in Boston has, uh, has suspended all films, special events and uh, education programs. Uh, through at least uh, next, um, uh, up until at least next month. What's this? this? Coolidge Corner Theater has... Oh. Uh, oh, man. See, now, it's one thing when people decide to stop going to places, but, like... Well, that's that's where the bummer comes in when you think about, you know, like a thing like South by Southwest. is It's yeah. like, you know, that one, there's how many films that got accepted to be in that festival this year that that is their only means of getting the word out was this festival then you've got texas which takes in a ton of tourist money off of this this is like this is the thing you got to think about you know they just dumped 1.5 trillion dollars into the stock market because this virus is going to affect capitalism and capitalism can't go away and it's like well what about healthcare? and the arts and uh <laughs> you know yeah okay movies are part of capitalism but still they bring in more than just that you know they bring people to the areas that need people it's it's the same thing with the argument about why are you boycotting a chinese food restaurant they need to make money off of you they're gonna close if you don't eat there you know yeah yeah it's it's just ridiculous yeah yeah it it's but, really quite but, a thing but I'd but I'd rather have us react this way and have infrastructure get back up and running quicker than have everybody not give a shit and then we end up spreading it everywhere and then everything shuts down forever. Yeah, yeah. So this let's try to reset the world approach. Um yeah, yeah, this uh hard we- reboot. Yeah, this this seems like you know, we're, we're, with all of these things turning off, I you know mentioned when you said I, I said I, I guess this is the point we're going to uh, we're going to turn off. Uh, we're, we've we've reached the point where you know this is what we're going to do about uh, America over the last three four years. We're literally going to turn off the country and turn it back on again and see if that helps. But I mean, couldn't we like clear the front end memory or something and get rid of um, some of the mess while we're at it? <laughs> it's I mean, like clear it, local cache. I well, bet the majority. I mean, it, I bet the majority of this part of the country forgot to save their data. Let's just, just, just I mean, let's, let's, I mean, let's be perfectly honest about this. If the president doesn't already have this, he's going to. Oh, of course he's going to have this and we're never going to find out about it. The funniest goddamn shit is that like, and I don't feel bad about saying this is funny at all. It is fucking funny that Lindsey Graham is like, has to quarantine himself and is probably sick with this virus. Because he had to go and hang out with the Nazi who's in charge of Brazil at uh, Mar a Lago to, to because Trump made him. <laughs> that like that, like it sucks that Justin Trudeau is sick. It sucks that like a bunch of the people, don't, I, I guess the royal family is sick. And you know, the the one who's not a pedophile is uh, it, the one. The all of the, the all of them all of them except that one who's a pedophile apparently are like seem like okay rich people. You know, like that sucks. Uh, you know, it, it's it's bad all around. But like, you know, like Lindsey Graham, that's fucking funny. Yeah, no, that, that's, fuck that's that guy. That's, that's fucking that that's fucking funny. That little toad, you know, like you know, stuck inside his little you know southern mansion, you know, sitting there asking for a medicated mint julep because this fly is Wilton is just the funniest <laughs> shit I can I can imagine. I, I that is that is I I hope he is hacking up stuff that he doesn't even know where it came from. That little fuck. Yeah no, that yes the thirty eight minute mark. Fuck Lindsey Graham. That that's that's what I want to say right now. That feels as good to say as the fuck you Hitler line from um, JoJo Rabbit, which I love. Or fuck off Hitler. I that made me so happy. Hmm um so yeah so so, since the outlook is odd right now (laughs) to say the least yeah um i don't know in 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 positive things is there anything going on that's positive you uh you 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 thought onward was pretty good i've helped you do some things involving onward we We, had our comic-con panel We, we, we we alluded to it but holy shit how cool was that bob yeah yeah we had a pax panel that was great yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah, we had a Comic Con panel. Crap. I knew, uh, uh, we had our PAX 2020 panel. Don't sorry. Don't jump the gun. <laughs> yes. Sorry about that. Yes, I am jumping the gun a little bit. But you know, Bob, how was the 25 people that were in that theater uh, according <laughs> according to the internet? That was that was that was a banger, man. That was really cool. I, I don't know. Last I counted, there were 400 seats in there, and we were probably about three quarters of the way filled. And you know. Considering we were on at the, around the same time as our friends at Loading Ready Run, they deserve to have a packed room. So the mm-hmm. fact that anyone was left in ours, holy shit! That was wild. I'm still riding the high from that, dude. That was that was great. I was thrilled. You know, uh, I haven't done it in a while at packs. Certainly not to that kind of a crowd. Uh, you know, we honestly, I had uh, I had submitted it. And so much other stuff had gone, and they took a while getting back to us. And then the thing that was well, they got back to us got into my spam folder accidentally. So it yeah, only, almost missed our missed our, vector, our window. And they were very really good about it. So like you know, we had not a lot of time to prepare, and I think we did a pretty good job. And uh, so so do I. And you know, uh, the thing I tried to remind people, and this is this is not at all, yeah, trying to you know wave a oh credit for Chris because you know but this is very outside of my comfort zone and I know that even though you've done these things a lot you know this isn't necessarily in your comfort zone either you know talking in front of a big crowd you're just good at it but with everything the two of us had going on and your cold and everything you know we we had to we put a lot of this together very late and it it really worked and the crowd loved it and I'm I'm incredibly proud this is I wasn't I didn't think I'd be as proud of like creating it, like doing yeah. it is fine. You and I can talk and we could have got up in front of the room and talked without putting any thought into it because mm-hmm. that's just what we do. That's the show. Right. But this thing we actually prepared for and wanted to have a narrative that, you know, we thought would be a good thing to say to people and, the majority of the crowd and the feedback after, people were way into it. I mean, I I got asked for autographs at a convention. That was really cool. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I don't was, mean to
0: kind of geek out about it, but I'm geeking no, out about it. This no, is really no, fucking cool. It was. It was. And you know, it feels good. And uh I was I was way into it. And, um, yeah, without, without saying names, you had a couple of good um, interactions there at the end I as did. well with, with people that were like, wow, this is coming out of nowhere. This yeah. is very cool. Yeah, no, I had some met some uh, very good fans. Met... I'm starting to get a lot of people telling me that they grew up watching my stuff, which is, which is, like, very nice. But also it's like, Jesus Christ, am I that old? I guess so. Well, that's, that's the weird thing, right, uh, is yeah. they say it to me, too. And I, you know, you started doing your stuff when I was in college. And so for me to hear that it's like, oh yeah, that was that was 20 years ago. Mm. Uh-oh. <laughs> you, you know, and it's, it's like, yeah, we grew up watching your brother and it's like, oh yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only 3 years younger than him. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you know, it's uh it no, it you know, it came together great. I met, uh, you know, a few people, uh, met some industry people this time. Well, in every time it's a it's a work convention as much as it's a fun convention. But uh, you know, randomly some people say it's like, hey, you know, I was watching your stuff with uh such and such. I was like, fucking excuse me. Yeah, that blew me away. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> this person oh no, yeah, this this person's a fan. I'm like, well, I'm not gonna drop the name because No, of course that be, not. That would be that would be untoward, but holy shit. Okay, that's something. Yeah. Mm. So uh so that was a really the, big high. You, the interactions in person um for me make make this worthwhile cuz the, the 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 negative people are very loud let's just say. And and so when you get them when you get them uh leeching their way in it kind of makes you forget that you know if someone's going to get out of their house and come out and see you they're probably going to be someone that's already a fan and to hear those positive um, remarks is just, uh, I, will never be able to get enough of it. And I know this is small potatoes, what I do. Um, but again, part of the celebration of this three years of this is that you, you really gave me that little push off the cliff to try this out. And I love it. Good. I'm, I'm, I'm super glad about that, man. I really am. And you're good at it. I, I love it. You know, you're really, you're really are, you know, that's the, the whole, you know, working a crowd and, uh, you know, because we had. For those of you who have not watched the video yet, watch the video. But you know, we had uh, some technical difficulties, so our visual stuff didn't come up right away. Not our fault. Oh, I fixed that, by the way. It was actually my fault. Oh, what 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 happened? <laughs> the 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 adapter I bought had some firmware built into it that you had to go into a folder and activate. Ah. And- but but I showed it to someone at work, the IT guy, and he's just like, yeah, these things are stupid. He goes, of course, nobody at PAX would have known this because these have only been around for like a year, like uh-huh. laptops that don't have anything but a USB out. Right. You know? right, right. But, but anyway, yeah, no, again, also not our fault. Also not the technical people from PAX's fault. But we got through it. Right. I think you and I were able to kind of give the thing a nice intro there. Um and uh you know we we got the jokes in and got the crowd going and it just went over great yeah no it it went good people reacted well it played great and uh you know it was you know I, i you know working a crowd especially when you're not like you weren't necessarily planning to be uh doing it on the fly right off you know i've done that several times at this point it's second nature but you slipped right into it and you did really good and people had good questions and i think uh you know, it came together well, and uh, it really I, did. I was on board. I really was. Oh, you you bet. You better have been. You're the co-host. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or and, and you know it, it 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 was just great. And and PAX this year, you know, I I thought it was wonderful. Um, yeah. I know you didn't get to be there as as much as probably you would have wanted with everything <laughs> going on, but I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. So what else? Have you seen anything that I haven't seen yet that you can um, talk about? This is airing Tuesday, so you will have had reviews drop maybe yeah, today. I, I, yeah, I did Bloodshot on uh, on the this past week. Uh, that was pretty good. It was okay. Oh, cool. That's, that's no. the Vin Diesel is, is a superhero finally movie? Kind of. Like, it's from a Valiant comic, and uh, it's there, but they're not like, you know... They're not playing up the. I mean, like he does action stuff, but he doesn't have like uh, you know, like the like bloodshot in the comics. You know, like doesn't wear a shirt and has a symbol on his chest and stuff. And so it's like, no, we're you're he's just going to put on a work shirt and we're going to give him some glowy Iron Man shit underneath. He's like, guys, slow down. Vin's Vin's over forty. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 he, he's swole-ish, but uh, like we can we can barely get him to show up for the Fast and Furious movies, and he sits behind a wheel for a lot of those. So slow, down. <laughs> but uh, no, it, it's pretty good. It's you know, it is it is what it is. It's the Punisher if he was also Wolverine, but uh, it's fine. Cool, lots of guns and TV and, and matrixy stuff. It it kind of feels like uh, something that should have come out in like two thousand two, and we would have been like, hey, cool, and now it would be like, eh, fine, you know. So better been- than Venom. Well, yeah, but uh, you know. So was the second Ninja Turtles movie, but we're not getting into that. Well, yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Well, like this, this one is like perfectly passable. Like Venom is kind of aggressively bad in some places. Yeah, but Um, uh, have you done Venom yet? No, I haven't. I'm just going off of just my general feeling about the character. What was that? You doing Venom jokes? You haven't watched Venom yet. You got to watch Venom. I'm just going with my general feeling about the character. I I'm I'm kind of burnt out on, on a lot of that. I want to watch good superhero movies, and Marvel gives me plenty of those most of the time. I did I did see Birds of Prey. Yeah. That was that, awesome. was, I that was incredible. Mm. I, I love the whole concept of black mask being walking toxic masculinity. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and and have that play like awesome like in a very gross way instead of gross in a very oh of course kind of way yeah Um, i love that his thing is cutting off people's faces but that he deems below him so he has his little toady do it but harassing women at his own nightclub he's perfectly fine with yeah yeah (laughs) he's what is you and mcgregor is having a fucking time right now huh no, he's, it was, he, he was good. It's got a great, uh, the movie's got a great edge to it. Like Margot Robbie, it's, you know, I, I had a ball at Birds of Prey. I thought it was terrific. And I think, uh, you know, it'll, it'll find it's, uh, you know, it, it, it did find its audience. It did, as well as something of that budget that's not expected to perform like a Batman movie would generally do. And, right. uh, it, it'll, uh, it, it'll get in there. You know, it's got, it's, it's recognized. God, I hope so, because it, it was great. Everyone in it was great. Yeah. The action was great. It was fun. That that's the thing. It 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 still kept some of the DC. Okay, this has some dark, gritty realism to it. I mean, it was very much an R-rated movie in a lot of respects, but it never stopped being fun. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of them forget. And I hope, well, I mean, I, I can almost guarantee with um uh What's his name behind the helm of Suicide Squad? Um, Why am I bad with names today? Uh, James Gunn, that that's going to be more of the tone of where he'd be going with that would be similar to what they did in Birds of Prey. But I just hope so. I hope that this is kind of setting the bar. I also just recently watched Aquaman and holy shit, is that every thing I could ever expect an Aquaman movie to be? It's so fucking bonkers. You hadn't already seen Aquaman? I hadn't. I bought it at Black Friday this year, and I just—it made me so friggin' happy. I mean, is it a great movie? No fucking way. Is it having an absolute blast? You bet your ass it is. (laughs) It just—he's—he's got a shit ton of charisma, which I never thought I'd say about Jason Momoa in in this movie. He's awesome in this. Yeah, he really Um, is. And the movie is just from scene one <laughs> is just so unabashedly what I hope a He-Man movie would look like if they ever yeah. fucking make one. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, uh, I, it's, it's crazy. And I love, it's like, I, I still don't know if Aquaman was good, but I know I enjoyed it. Exactly. How is it that James Wan is able to jump genres so perfectly? Yeah. He's like, like and he, he, it's, like I, the thing that I keep going back to about Aquaman is one is that I I'm really glad that James Wan had like seven different good ideas for an Aquaman movie and I'm yes. even more glad that he made all of them. He totally did. And uh, like I like I was with it like like from the start with the submarine business and everything I was like okay this is pretty cool okay I I can I can groove on this this is this is about as dumb but also about as kind of like I, I mean. Well, that's not true. I think in terms of that, I was probably with it when, you know, like the, the opening business with like uh, Nicole Kidman and Timura Morrison are, you know, that this there's almost like you might, if you didn't know what the fuck this was, you might think it's like, okay, all right, this is some kind of like, you know, fantasy movie. And then suddenly she's fighting like water power rangers. No, exactly. That That's yeah. what I mean. This looked like they didn't even try like you can doctor things up but they don't care no these are people wearing fucking plastic costumes yeah. this is the yeah. fucking power rangers yeah. deal this, with it yeah <laughs> like guys look this is aquaman he he rides a seahorse this is this is about as good as this is we're we're, we're this is about as good as we're as this is going to get so we're just going to make and the decision of this and spend what must have been an incredible amount of money on, uh, the movie is huge. It, like, there's a, there's, a, there's a throwaway scene that doesn't even need to be in the movie that, like, it would have to read in the script. You know, it's like, you know, exterior, underwater, 10,000 mermaids are fighting, you know, giant lava crabs, you know, in, like, the biggest, like, you know, battle scene you've ever seen. And it's like, yeah, by the way, this, this is going to be on screen for five minutes. None of these people matter. But, like, nothing... You know, it's been like ten minutes before you've seen, you know, Warner Brothers literally, you know, like set, you know, two hundred million dollars on fire. So, so here it is. I can I can only picture guys at Warner Brothers, like you know looking at this thing going, H- how much how much fucking money did we spend on this? Okay, all right, and and this it's this like is, it's like our- if they. It's like if they said, hey, you know that quick 10 minutes we spent on Krypton at the beginning of Man of Steel that was yeah. actually kind of interesting, and I wish we saw more of that? Let's yeah. just do that for two and a half hours. Right, but with, but, but not as like uh, – but not trying to be as much of a real movie because like right. – because, you know, we still get all of that, and then we get, you know, cut to exterior, you know, underwater uh, – you know Willem Dafoe riding shark and Dolph Lundgren just kind of being himself. You know, yeah. A, you know, doing an exposition scene of uh, where, which is literally you know, as you know, you need to find the sacred trident in order to unite the seven kingdoms of the undersea and declare yourself the ocean master. Yes, that is true the Earth must be parried. Like, all of this bullshit exposition about this other world and stuff that that, that that they just told us that they both know, and then a submarine shoots at them and there's an action scene. And I'm watching this and I'm going, yeah, they definitely made an Aquaman movie. The movie, it yeah. just, it, it waves this giant fucking weird flag with so much pride. Like, yeah. it just doesn't care. And I like it because... Even though Shazam, because I didn't see Aquaman, I saw Shazam felt like Shazam felt like such a great middle finger to what had come before it. The same way that a lot of Wonder Woman did, but still kind of had that feel of of the other films. This one is just a giant. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. You, You thought you were serious? Wait until you see what we have in store. Willem Dafoe is going to deliver exposition underwater while riding a shark. Yeah. Okay, this yeah. is what we've got in store for you. <laughs> Here, here's our big first confrontation where, like, you know, the, the, the two guys are going to fight each other in the arena. Cut to Octopus on Drums. Why? Yeah, of course. Just of because. course. Oh, yep. I love it so much. I Like I said, I, I can't, I couldn't tell someone this was a, see, it's not, I don't think it's a good film, but it's an incredibly well-made, fun film. You yeah, know, it's it's Splash Gordon. It's uh, it's terrific. Yes, you know, yes, it's just it's, as strange as Flash Gordon. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's you know, yeah, I, I'm impressed that it happened. I, yeah, I also saw this at a, at a you know a press screening, you know, like ahead of time, and you know, I just kind of looked and we were like, you can see we're looking around you. You're like, you know, are they are they kidding? Is is this is this real? Did the, is this is this now the movie? Oh yeah, but like or, or the part where it's briefly alien but in water. Like suddenly there's like Xenomorphs like mermaids because they had to go to just go to a part of the where where like they have to find like we need to find the the special map and go to a place to go to a place. And the directions are the map are like, you know, take the boat X amount of, uh, you know, like miles offshore and then go straight down. And there's like water aliens. Yep. And then they're at the center as as there are. And then they're at the center of the earth and there's dinosaurs. And that's a two minute part of the movie. God, if this movie had only been made when we were like eleven! <laughs> oh, it's it's wild, but you know it's and you know and Jason Mowell, you know he takes it. I've you know he he has been not good in some movies, but he's been compelling in others. And this is he really, you know, he made a believer out of me. He's really good in this. He he's, is fantastic in this. His got- his delivery, his delivery works. I believe this guy, like exists in this world like his yeah. the humor and the jokes are it's like some of the best times that bad 80s like action movie guys d- delivered crappy lines like worked and he just he just nails it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Th- this was- this movie is fun 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 with a capital fucking F. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm impressed that it's I'm impressed in order that it is what it is. I'm impressed that I liked it as much <laughs> as I did. And also I'm impressed that like people went to see it because a lot of people went to see it <laughs> because at the same point that I'm watching, I was like, you know what? I think I might love this. And also boy, I I hope that that thing where China really likes underwater movies bears out because I can only imagine the guys who like pay money things at Warner Brothers looked at this and like went shaking back to their offices. Like, Oh God, what did we do? Oh God, what did we do? So, apparently, like, who knows what anyone wants anymore? Apparently this, this work, you know, they tried, you know, here's Superman, here's Batman, here's the biggest things ever, and and they're like, okay, here's, here's Aquaman. We don't know if this is good, or here, here's, here's, here's this fish guy movie, and it's, it's epic as hell, and it, it's big, and ridiculous, and, uh, there's mermaid people with jetpacks underwater, and a whale fight, and, uh, (laughs) <laughs> also, also, just because just I have to say this Because you and I live near Boston yeah, And we yeah. grew up with the New England Aquarium yeah. I still love this movie Even though it starts in the Boston Aquarium Which is not a fucking thing, number one And two, yeah. no aquarium has a tank that big That has great white sharks in it Yeah, yeah Especially the New England Aquarium. Yeah, they wouldn't do that, but uh, you know, it's a good, it's a good beat. It's a good beat. No, it's a great scene. It's like the Harry Potter snake thing. It just, it, it, it made me short circuit a little bit. <laughs> um, but you know, yeah. So Aquaman's a thing. So, um, it also amazes me that everyone went and saw Aquaman and Godzilla: King of the Monsters, which is basically the same movie. Um, yeah. As far as you know, size and scope and tone, yeah. no one went and saw that. Yeah, that was like, shame. that's that's sad. Um, <laughs> it it sucks. Godzilla, King of the Monsters, should have been like Fury Road. Yeah, it should have go- just been like everybody loves this, and we're gonna get twenty more, and go fuck yourself. And no, instead we got oh, uh, we're not sure if the other ones are gonna have. I mean, they're making them, but. Well, fortunately, uh, we're already making uh, the King Kong movie as this was the Godzilla vs. And Kong that's that- that's Adam Wingard, right? Yes. <laughs> I love him. Yeah. <laughs> There's spoilers out there for that already, which, uh, you know, I'm, I wish that it was possible for them to show off merchandise for movies and not be spoiled by them. Yeah. But yeah, at, at least it's good news. So, but uh, I can't fucking wait for that movie. Yeah, it, it looks. Good. I hope, you know, I love King of the Monsters. Like, it, the thing of it is, is I, I'm getting the sense that it's possible, after all of these different attempts now, and it's like, like th- that it's just, it's like, as much as I love Godzilla, and I always have, and like everyone knows Godzilla and has heard of it, basically because these were inexpensive Japanese movies that were on TV all the time for free while our parents were growing up, and and then to a lesser extent, but still there while we were growing up. Godzilla is one of those things that I think everyone knows and kind of assumes would be popular and that everyone will, like, go to see. But then every time they try to make it happen, it still only stays about as popular as it's always been. And I feel like right. there's, there's just kind of a... it. It's possible that there's a ceiling for Godzilla in in the United States that we haven't quite, like, cracked off yet. You know, I have an interesting theory that I think the King Kong versus Godzilla movie, even if it's just as good as King of the Monsters, is going to make way more than King of the Monsters. I I think think there's I think people like seeing mashups like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, um, you know. Cause, Cause Peter Jackson's King Kong, again, it costs so goddamn much that it doesn't matter, but it did good numbers. And it, the original Godzilla did uh, the, the new remake Godzilla did good numbers. So why didn't King of the Monsters do good numbers? It's so weird. Well, it was there was a lot of other big movies out at the time, and you know, I think like, you know, to me and you know, a lot of the real you tell us like, hey, you know, here's this Godzilla movie you know, there's the sequel to the, to the previous one, which everyone saw the per, the last one, like it made big money, but it also had like an 80% drop the next week. Once people saw it and told and, and One, you know, it's like, Oh yeah. Hey, um, like it's okay. But like, there's no movie until the last 10 minutes of the movie. So, right. You, you're, you're either on board for their narrative, which wasn't great. Um, yeah. I enjoy, I enjoy it still. I think more than you, but it wasn't great. Um, but man, is that fifteen minutes of Godzilla so awesome? <laughs> it is. Uh, the uh, but like whereas King of the Monsters was like you know it, it like almost a Godzilla fan film, and the thing of it is that like me, I'm looking, I'm like, oh my god, it's King Ghidra. It's it's uh, you know Mothra! It's all of the it's Rodan! And now there's all these other new monsters too, and it's fucking great! Oh my god, holy shit! I love this! Like me, that's the reason to go see the movie. I feel like probably not as much for a lot of uh, for a lot of the of the audience I looked at that and they you know and, and said, yeah, okay, but you know, so what? And I think that's unfortunate. And I think that like if it had been pitched out, they they probably do need to find a really appealing, consistent human character and put them in all of the movies if you're going to do something like this. Because whatever it was that made the uh, the kaiju movies like click through in Japanese culture, where you can have a character that does not speak and is just like a big stompy animal that is not necessarily always in the forefront, but is the thing you're there to see in the franchise. That doesn't seem to be a thing that works for us. Yeah, it's you true. Know, like Unless the unless it's a really cheap series, and it's something that is going to like deliver some other visceral thing that can go like like Jason and Michael can carry a franchise, but that's just a guy. And how much do they spend on those? And there's a certain amount of iconography to it. But like Godzilla, it's the hero we're supposed to sort of be rooting for in in these ones. And I, I think if someone, you know, I. I don't necessarily want to suggest this because they might do it and I don't know if it's the best way to do it, but if they found a way to do like Gamera where he talked, I feel like that would be, and and it was good. I feel like that would be the franchise that they want Godzilla to be, because what they wanted this to be was they wanted this to be the, the Marvel universe, but with giant monsters where everyone loves, you know, they come back to see these guys and that's the crossover. And the thing about the the Mar- the reason the marvel universe stuff clicked in with the rest of the audience the way other superhero movies have only sort of done but not sustainably is that it really is more than the suit and more than yeah. the look you know like the people like the they're like like the iron man iron man 3 doesn't make a billion dollars after the first avengers going back to just one hero in a movie because people are super psyched to see a live action Iron Man on screen again. It made that much money because people love Tony Stark and want to hear him quip and yes. find out the rest of the story is. So and I don't know how you square this. I don't know what the uh, I I don't know how you I, I don't know how they fix I don't know how they get around this other than to try to because people were I don't even think that it's necessarily the lack of Godzilla action in the first Godzilla. That made people go home and tell people, "Hey, it's uh, it's not much Godzilla going on." I think that they went home and told people that Brian Cranston was only in it for the first like act, and yeah. that's why people not go because when people thought that that was Walter White versus Godzilla, everyone wanted to see that movie. Yeah, and so I, I would have loved to have seen that movie. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, even not just Walter White, but the fact that people like Brian Cranston and they're seeing him in this movie. Like, I think that people were the idea of Brian Cranston in the Jeff Goldblum running around trying to tell people that the disaster is coming and no one believes him thing. People looked at that and said, Yeah, like that guy. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. And then you go see the movie, and it's about uh, Kick Ass, the kid from Kick Ass. What is his name? I like him I, as an actor. I, it, I didn't like him in this, though. That's the problem. It, it's he, such a bummer. He le he uh, he is either really good or leaves absolutely no impact. And now, like out of nowhere, like Timothy Chalamet showed up, and now I feel like oh, wait, like now it feels like the guy from Kickass is Timothy Chalamet's tethered, and for some reason we got him first. <laughs> you know, but uh, <laughs> I think that might have broken me. You okay? I think that broke me. That's, that's legit. That's good. I, I tried, but you know, the uh like I think that you really do need as much as, as a monst- as a monster guy fan, you know, I look at this and I say it's like oh, I don't I don't give a fuck about the people. They probably like a course of like recurring human characters and make them the stars of these movies. And yeah. and, and like the human stars, not it's still about Godzilla, but make, but let people know that, you know, you're not just coming back to find out where Godzilla is going next because Godzilla is going wherever the hell he wants next. And right. so I don't, I don't, I don't know how you square this circle. I don't know. Uh, I like for a while, people thought that, uh, Charles dance in, uh, the, the, the new one, the bad guy, people thought that he was going to turn out to have been, a, uh, an older version of who Tom Hilston was in Skull Island that's not a bad idea yeah not a bad idea and I don't know if it's not the same actor I don't know if it has the same impact but uh, who knows I, like, I don't know if any of the actors from uh, from uh, gods from uh, King of the Monsters are in uh, Kong vs. Godzilla at the very least I would hope that I heard uh, Billy Bobby Brown is Okay, that's good. That's good. I that's think they're good. holding on to her for dear life because, yeah. you know, she's one of the main reasons half of the Stranger Things crowd show back up to that show. So Okay, hold on. Yeah, no, hold on. I just, pull, I just pulled it up. It, it's got a different, uh, like, main guys. It's got that Alexander Skarsgård is in it. Uh, Skarsgård. Skars. Alexander Sk- They aren't giving us anyone's names, which means I'm sure some of these are there. Uh, Alexander Skarsgård. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown is back. Uh, she is apparently going to decide which of them she sides with. That's interesting. Uh, <laughs> that's Rebecca, Rebecca Hall is in it. Brian Tyree Henry. Okay, like him. Okay. Gordy is it? Wait a minute. Is that that's a that's a name? Son of stage director Tetsu. Oh wow. Yeah. This. All right. Yeah! Wow, that's, that's kind of, he's a. That's where I know him from. Okay, he's a uh, he does voice uh, he does voice actors. He's a he's a he's a voice actor and TV actor. He's been in a bunch of kids stuff. He was the live action, uh, uh Lupin the Third at one point. Oh, cool! Yeah, so he's a, uh, let me, and he was a a, a voice in uh, the full, one of the Full Metal Alchemist uh, anime movies. Jessica Henwick is in it. All right, good on her. I can't uh, she, wait for this movie. She was in uh oh she was in, she was in, in Game of Thrones. There so, you go. Yeah, she's uh she's a handsome lady, I think would be the, <laughs> the she's uh holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, I momentarily I a smoke show. I had like uh so yeah, that Jessica Henwick, she's in it. Uh Julian desert Kyle Chandler's back. Kyle Chai, like him uh oh z zang is back good okay all right all right so so it's legitimately another sequel and not just yeah we wanted yeah. to make two different movies and couldn't decide what we were doing now here's what i want to know is she playing the other one? Oh. i don't i don't know hold on let me see here because it, it oh she, it lists her as playing. it lists her as playing what was her first name in uh in king of the monsters i'll look that weird. up this is a movie I've watched like six times. I should uh, I, I should uh, really remember this, but uh, hold on. Yes. Hold on, where is I'll look up King of the Monsters. Oh, okay. Alright. Okay, yeah, so she is still it looks like she's still the uh the first one. She's uh Irene Chen and because uh, the other one is named Dr. Ling. And they haven't awesome. Uh, they have not, they have, they have not, uh, like, I don't think Dr. Ling has had speaking role yet, but uh, I want, I wonder if she's playing the other one. I think that would be fun. That is know. a lot of fun. And, De- and Demian Bashir is in it. So that's cool. And, uh, Van Martin, Lance Reddick in an, uh, unspec- Okay. All right. So they've, uh, got that there. Who the fuck is playing Godzilla this time? Is it the same guy? Did you know Godzilla? this Godzilla? one guy mocap Godzilla that's awesome kind of like they did with Andy Serkis and Kong for a bit yeah yeah hold on the uh l- I'm gonna look this up look up the uh I'm gonna find the guys name. hold on you know. yeah it's a, he's a, he he's he's an interesting fellow uh yeah do you know how they get because I had them the making of thing did you know they really strapped three guys together <laughs> to play Ketra that's awesome. There's like what, like, because the, 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 the heads they had, they wanted them to have like different personalities. So they had three different guys, like, you know, with their belts kind of like hooked together playing Ghidorah when they were mo the fight stuff so that like the, so that the dumb head, the smart head, and the, the middle head would, uh, would would you know, like react to and each even other. Even independently. Yeah. And yeah, react so, to each other. So they they literally strapped three guys together to play uh, King Ghidorah. Yeah. Okay. The guy who motion captures uh, Godzilla—he uh, was in—he—he uh, he motion captures a bunch of stuff. He—he's been in uh, a few things in, uh, like he does a lot of like like uh, straight martial arts movies and stuff. But uh, look up a photo of the guy. His name is TJ Storm. I like the name. Yeah, look look up look up. Sounds a photo. like a Street Fighter character. Yeah, look up a photo. Oh of... shit! Yeah, you you've seen this guy in things, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's a uh uh Hawaiian uh he's Hawaiian, Mexican, Native American, uh African American, Puerto Rican. And uh he does like voices for video games and uh martial arts and uh, Had a lot of straight to video stuff. Yes, he does. And he and he mocaps Godzilla. Is his wow. is his Wow. Is his, is his current is his current thing. So, yeah, that, so that's cool. Good for and, him. Yeah, yeah, no, good on him. Oh, he's also Colossus in the Deadpool movies. Yes, I, which is I, awesome. I, I don't think he does the voice, but uh, yeah, he, he does that. I also didn't know they put a tail on you when you motion capture Godzilla, so that uh, so that you uh, so walk that you right. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So yeah, so they have all that happening. Oh nice. shit! He was in. The, he was the guy with the big head on the second season of VR Troopers. Yep. Oh, yeah. VR Troopers! Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that happened. But uh, yeah, I hope that turns out well, and uh, I hope they don't screw it up. You know that I hope that they keep making them. You know, they don't get to Godzilla versus Kong and say, you know, oh heck okay, yeah, this this didn't make the money that we needed to, so we're pulling the plug on this again because we I, I want to see more of these. Me too. I want I want to see I want to see Guy or somebody. I want to see. Uh, I want I want to see movies. We'll see the, the more Godzilla's. <laughs> yes, I want to see movies. So, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, huh? I, I should, I should get a move on with my day. Yeah. You go, you go to it, man. You take care of yourself. All right. Yeah. But I wanted to say that, that oh. this has been Bob and Chris talking to you guys. You'll, you'll be hearing this on the 18th again, three year anniversary of the Chipman brothers tangent. And I really mean so much Bob for you getting me moving on this stuff. Um, I, I love it. Um, and we're coming to you from coronavirus-infested United States of America, unsure of our future. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, uh, Bob, thank you, dude. Yeah. And thank you guys for coming along with us on The Tangent. We'll talk to you soon. Yep. Hell Yeah.